You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B O D I dot com. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Happy Friday or happy whatever day it is. Uh, if you're not listening to this on the day we released it, we are so excited to dive into this week's uh, Bravo lineup because there's a lot to cover. But overall, I'm just going to start off by saying I give this week's performance a C. I was going to say, is there really a lot to cover? Because I felt like in usually, <laughs> a lot of shows. Abby, usually Abby and I are always like a broken record and you'll hear us every week. Oh my God, there's so much to talk about. And like this week is so much better than last. And this week, I honestly feel like it was pretty mediocre. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I should say I feel like there was a lot of programming. I mean, I just think because like there's four still out there and like soon we'll be – well, I guess we'll be back to four once OC goes away and New Jersey's coming in strong. Um, oh, and Summer House. Okay. Well, anyway, I feel like we had a lot of shows. Maybe I'm still thinking back to the time where we only had two over the summer and it's fun to cover four, but overall, not a whole lot to cover. Salt Lake You're, City. Right. I mean, as Bravo fans, we're like the most ungrateful people. It's like when there's no shows, we're like, give me more shows. And now that we have all the shows, I'm the asshole. He suck. Like, he suck. <laughs> Anyways. But I, I think for me, what makes me so sad is my, so I look at my week, I like plan my week around Bravo. And I, you know what, if that sounds pathetic, I don't care. I own it's it. And most of you are Bravo. You. Ho- yeah. You guys are Bravo Holics like us. So I'm hoping you're like, Abby, I do the exact same thing. But I look at like my bookends. I begin my week so strong with Atlanta, typically. And I end it with a strong performance from Salt Lake City. We're not really watching Southern Charm. Sorry, guys. I don't know if anybody's watching it. You know, we love Craig, but we don't love him enough to watch the show. And usually my bookends, I'm like, okay, like even if it's a bad Dallas, it's usually always a bad OC, but my bookends, I start it strong. I end it strong. And I think why I feel like I'm giving this week a C is because Atlanta was not very strong and Salt Lake City wasn't strong. So I just had like mediocre across the board. A thousand percent. All right. I so mean, let's dive in. Yeah, Salt let's Lake start with City. Um, Brooks is everybody in January. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. Okay, I can have that. Also, I too have almost bought dog treats for, and it was jerky as well. It's really tricky at some stores, like healthy stores. They weave in like the dog treats as like an end cap, and I had no idea. And I almost bought like a dog treat, and I was going to eat it in the car on the way home. I think I've done the same. And I would. I also saw in the news. Quick side note that Ben and Jerry's is coming out with ice cream for dogs for puppies, but the packaging is the same. Well, that's so, going to be so confusing. Yeah. You so know what this is like? Do you remember? 
be on the lookout if you're getting yeah. some Ben and Jerry's that it's for humans and not dogs. Do you remember back in the day when you'd be shopping at Target and all of a sudden, like, because they didn't have things like quite as like branded as they do now. And all of a sudden you'd be picking up a cute shirt and then you look at the tag and it was maternity. That would happen to me all the time. All the time. Yep. I've done that. I, so, I mean, it's, I a feel like it's the same thing. It's like, come on guys, this is a cute top and you don't have it in regular side note. There are a few things I've bought like sweatshirts that don't have the side ruching that are meant for maternity. And I just size down. There are some cute maternity stuff out there at Target. I'm just going to put that up there, out there for everyone. But yes, so Brooks, I 100% agree. I love though that Meredith was just kind of like, mm, that doesn't sound like she was like talking. She's like, okay, that sounds boring. I'm like, yeah, it really does. It's so hard to eat healthy. I, I just like that in his shopping experience, he was trying to eat healthy, but then like wanting to go through like, what was he trying to get from the freezer? Um, chicken nuggets. Know, chicken nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh God, that's like every mom. I feel like I'm like, I'm going to be so healthy. And then my kids eat chicken nuggets and they leave three on their plate. And there's just something, I, I think it's maybe Midwest. Cause my friends that like from work and stuff that are on the coast don't seem to have this problem, but I very much grew up like you clean your plate and I'm always eating the kids leftover nuggets and it's terrible. I don't need to eat those nuggets. I can throw them away, but I eat them. Some nugget brands are better than others, but yeah, no, <laughs> I think it's definitely- that's going to be a Patreon episode. We're going to rate rate all of our favorite chicken nuggets. Uh, DM us if you're interested and in, and in having that be an episode. But yeah, so we have Brooks, which again, like I was like funny, but I'm I really like I feel like I want more. And then we go into something kind of sad with Whitney and her dad. I did think it was nice that his, her sister is giving him a second chance, and I like that she said her childhood did have positive memories, and that's why she is kind of open to seeing him again because like she wants those to, to kind of like revisit those positive memories and build on them. But I don't think, I mean, Whitney has said in, in a live that she doesn't know where her dad is right now. Which is really, really sad because as we've seen on the show, Whitney seems to be the most supportive family member that he has, has supported him. It looks like financially has given him the best um, resources to get healthy. So it kind of it breaks my heart. And I know addiction and personally, I haven't dealt with it with a family member to the extent that Whitney is, but I know that's kind of like a lifelong thing and it's an illness and ugh, it just breaks my heart it, for yeah. it. Yeah. I, I feel like it'd be so hard to have a spouse or a parent go through an addiction. I have not experienced that. I've had friends who've had to deal with it with parents. Uh, and I feel like even I've had friends who've had to go through it with siblings. And I feel like with parents and spouses, it's a little bit harder because particularly with parents, like you never really want to be a caretaker for your parent. You're used to them taking care of you. And I think that's what happens. And so I just, I don't know, it's so heartbreaking. And I know that it's like once it kind of, I mean, Bronwyn touched on this in um, the reunion that, you know, you can be a functioning alcoholic and nobody knows. And that's really scary. You know, I think about people who might not even know if they have an addiction. So it's just all around. It's so sad and heartbreaking. And I'm hoping that, you know, maybe we'll get an update soon that he's taking care of himself and that all is well. But um, we're thinking about you, Whitney, and your dad. So we'll just put that out there. Positive vibes. Um, so really no good way to pivot then. But we go from like big family, nice dinner to uh, big daddy. What did you think of Heather's date? Uh, very awkward. But Heather and Ramona, I want this to be I want them to be on Watch What Happens Live at the same time. And I want Andy to do a segment about their best pickup lines. 
because oh God, those two that. are the flirt of flirts. And I mean, I have to say, Heather's got some game. Like she's just very smooth and very confident. Like Ramona's equally confident too, but it's like a different kind of energy. Yeah. Ramona's a little bit more like damn, likes to be like the damsel in distress. And Heather's just kind of like, I don't know. I, I Heather's a little bit more like one of the boys. I love that Heather was talking about when like he walked in and she's like, he's tall, he's dark, he's handsome, he's alive, he hits all the criteria. I'm like, alive is one of her criteria. I don't know why, but I, I laughed out loud when I heard that. No, I mean, unfortunately, though, it sounds like he has a, talked a lot about nothing, which we made a meme about this. And like one of our favorite things that we love about Housewives episodes that I feel like producers, if any producers are listening, please give us more of this, but are the timestamps. I love a timestamp, especially when the ladies are having a night out. I like to know, you know, how long the debauchery has gone on for. Like, I just love a timestamp. I I mean, I think every true housewife stands loves it. I would also like to see it in The Bachelor. I, I wish they would start doing timestamps because it feels like those are some long evenings as well. Yes. Yes. But then we have a trip to Vegas, which it felt very staged in Housewives. Let's go on a trip. <laughs> Let's go to Vegas. But I like that Winnie got her long weave. <laughs> she looks good. She, I like her Vegas hair. She looked yeah. good. She got her long weave. Mary. So this is like the weirdness with Mary. And we've received lots of messages about this. So apparently, and I think we mentioned this last week, excuse my mom brain, but Mary was transferred from a friend of to full-time cast member while they were filming. So Mary's still stuck in her closet. We're not getting a lot of her. She's Poor Mary. Vegas. I feel kind of bad for her because as Mary's just good television because you don't know what you're going to get. And it's just interesting to me. I think it's funny that one production company saw her as a friend of and the other saw her as full-time. It just makes you wonder how many other people that were full-time that were could have been a friend of and vice versa. I would. I think I would love the next panel, uh, and I know they did the producers, but I want it to be the different production companies like Sirens, Evolution Media. Um, I forget the one for Atlanta. It has like a peach on it. They have like a Georgia-based one. But I would love to have the like heads of those talk about what they look for and what like differs from franchise to franchise. Oh, that would be so fascinating. But I would have loved to see Mary awkwardly do the race car driving thing oh. and like comic like you know what I mean? it just would have been comical like would have made that situation a lot less awkward because the attention would be focused on the ridiculousness that is mary cosby could you believe how slow lisa drove though she was like bragging about you know her porsche and she needed a ferrari and homegirl was going 70 miles an hour i go faster in my minivan on the highway yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's awkward. I have no desire to ever do that. Do you? I would love it. Oh, I think it'd be so fun. My anxiety, like, ugh, I can't do that. It it would freak me out. I would be so nervous of crashing that I wouldn't be able to enjoy it. Well, I feel like they would, like, step in before I'd crash. You know, I think that's why they drive with you. I don't know. That's, like, what I would tell myself. That is true. That is true. But, well, I think uh, Kelly Dodd probably wished somebody could step in and help her out at the reunion. I have to say, this has nothing to do with politics. I've, we posted something and it's like turned into a little bit of a, a political war in the comments. Typically, just we just- how divisive we are as a country. Yeah. <laughs> housewives. I know. So, housewives, it's what's dividing us. What I So I love that Andy kind of put Kelly in her place as it relates to COVID. It has nothing to do with the fact that- 
he doesn't like Trump and she voted for Trump. It is nothing political. It really just for me, I felt like, you know, she did make comments and she backtracked on it and completely lied. Her comment was, this is God's way of thinning the herd. She didn't say question mark or maybe it was definitely a statement. And so I feel like stuff like saying things like that, one, it's terrible that you think that, but two, as someone who's a public figure to put it out there, like that is so heartbreaking to all the people who have lost loved ones in this. And there are a lot of people who have lost loved ones throughout this pandemic. And I just feel like I was completely insensitive. She kind of mocked the whole pandemic in the beginning by flying to New York and she got her hot dog and was like, he boiled it extra long. It's fine. And I mean, I think it's okay if she wants to take the stance of like, I'm going to be really safe and cautious, but I still want to live my life. You know, everybody needs to do what they're comfortable with based on, you know, their existing conditions and blah, 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 blah. The fact that she just mocked it and like at her shower was making fun of like people saying like, we don't need masks because we're not worried about it. And then Photoshopped masks on all the women for a picture. I just feel like she's kind of mocked the entire thing. And I was really glad he called her out. Yeah, no, absolutely. I had the exact same thoughts and I'm really glad that you said all of that, Abby, because it's not, you know, you can have your opinions, people. We're not going to tell you how to think, but our perception and why we personally feel that happy that Andy put her in her place is absolutely, for me, has a lot to do with COVID. Um, I know they're going to get into the Black Lives Matter, which her performative lack of activism there, but I just think it's, you got to own your shit, Kelly. If you're going to say things like that, like, of course, some Andy's going to call you out on it and put you in your place. And instead of being like, well, what, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? I said, I'm sorry. Like, Kelly has said sorry so many times, and then we'll go back and do the same thing. Like, she yeah. is like a classic internet troll who has no problem saying nasty things on a computer. But when it comes to being confronted in person, she backpedals. So, we're going to check you, boo. It's time for you to take some accountability for the shit that you're saying and how awful they are. And you should feel bad about it because lots of people have died. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. Yeah. Done. No, I I completely, I think, I guess maybe that's my biggest thing. She said all those hurtful statements. And honestly, I would have been fine if she said, you know what, in the beginning of the, the pandemic, I didn't think it was that serious. I think there were a lot of us. I mean, I was in the camp of thinking by summer, once it got warmer, everyone would be okay. And here we are now. And who knows like when it's going to be kind of the, the light at the end of the tunnel and not to be like negative, but you know, I think there were some of us think that were just like eternal optimists and being positive. And now, you know, even I was like, look back and laugh at the fact that in May, I thought by like June or July, I would be okay to like start seeing people and have people over and all that. Had she said that and just said, I'm so sorry, because I can see how hurtful it was, then I think I would be more okay with it. I think it's the fact that she is backpedaling and almost lying, saying she didn't say things or that wasn't her intent. It just, that is what's driving me nuts. Uh, but the other big thing from the reunion is kind of like Bronwyn's alcoholism question mark. I mean, the fact that people were questioning it, I thought was pretty sad. And I guess it was mostly just Kelly. Even Shannon came forward and said she she thought that Bronwyn had a problem and that it was not something she was going to bring up, but she had seen her drink too much. I don't know. I loved that Gina and Emily both came forward. Like we were in a meeting with her and it, there's no way somebody makes that up. 
I mean, that's a lot. And Bronwyn got a lot of heat. So this, I mean, the reunion is all the ladies on Bronwyn. And as you guys know, we have a friendship with Bronwyn. But we're going to try to keep it 100 and not feel too biased on our end. But I think the big headline from the reunion that we all saw and why so many of you who did not watch the season wanted to watch is the um, accusation that they're, that Shannon and the way they tease it up and the way it was discussed in the headlines and the, in the media, I can't believe I said in the media, but <laughs> the way we saw it play out was that there was an alleged accusation that Bronwyn had offered um, a drug dealer or something of that nature to Shannon's daughter and she was blackout drunk when it occurred. Yeah, I mean, my biggest issue with this is it, it spiraled into other headlines quickly. Uh, we issued kind of a statement. I, that sounds so cheesy. We just put something on our stories basically saying, you know, we're hearing the rumors. We don't know what's true. The rumors were that Bronwyn offered uh, Shannon's daughter cocaine and Shannon's daughter was 14 at the time. And it happened over a year ago and it was just now coming out and all this stuff. I feel like Shannon let that sit a little bit longer and it wasn't maybe until people are like I mean we were getting messages from people saying if it's true that Bronwyn really should go to jail I mean you can't oh it's horrible yeah it's don't give drugs to a minor that would be terrible I mean and her statement too made it even more confusing because Bronwyn did comment on someone's page and said like she blacked out and that they had made amends so she didn't flat out say that is absolutely false which made yeah. it more confusing and made her look more guilty until Shannon said that's not what happened. Shannon said it wasn't cocaine. I feel like the cocaine thing was going everywhere. And I don't know. I just feel like that's a really heavy accusation. We've heard from different rumors, not directly from Bronwyn, uh, but we've heard from other people that it really was possibly more like marijuana. Not saying that it's, that makes it any better, but it's just like a different level of a drug. You know, there are some states that have legalized marijuana, not for 14 year olds, but I I don't see states starting to legalize cocaine. And I just feel like that's like, it was just such a heavy accusation that was cocaine. I think for a lot of us, that seems like such a more serious drug. And, you know, then to hear like, oh, it wasn't cocaine. And then also, you know, people are like, well, we were commenting to Shannon, like we're hearing this was over a year ago. And she said, well, it was, it happened September of 2019. That's what Shannon was telling people, but that her daughter didn't tell her because um, she didn't want to be a tattletale. I just think it's weird that like, why are you saving this for the reunion? And she even said, as she was talking to John, if she pushes my buttons, I'm going to bring up what happened with, I forgot what daughter it was. I just, I don't know. There was just something about the fact that she like sat on that and was waiting for it to bring it up at a reunion to make her look bad. And then that she let it sit for so long out in like social media that it was cocaine. I think Shannon's just desperate for a contract. Absolutely. Well, and I will say regardless, I'm glad it's not cocaine. I I think you can 90% say sure with certainty that it was not cocaine, whatever it may be. I understand as mothers, like how I, what, even if it wasn't okay, cocaine and let's say it is weed that doesn't, I don't know that that necessarily makes it much better in the context. I mean, it's still offering, drugs. right. It's still offering it's, drugs to a minor. It's terrible. Which is terrible. I know, but- so I don't know. I hopefully we'll get the full story out there, but like exactly what Abby just said, I do feel like Shannon let this sit out. I do think there would have been criminal charges um, brought in place. had The initial accusations actually been true. 
Yes. I, yes, I completely agree with that. And I guess I should, I want to clarify. I'm not saying that like marijuana is okay just because it's legal in States. I'm just saying, I think the perception of giving a minor cocaine versus giving a minor marijuana, like one sounds significantly heavier than the other. Um, but I know that there are, Lives have been ruined from marijuana too. I don't know. I feel like maybe I shouldn't have said it the way I did. So no, I apologize, no, no. but we're going to. No, you're good. Keep I put it out there. Thing I will, last thing I'll say, and this is like from sources and stuff that we know um, close to Bronwyn's camp, but from what our understanding, and we'll see how this plays out in the actual reunion is, and this is kind of why Abby is, has said what she had said is that it was kind of being looked at as minors kind of drinking alcohol. So there are certain parents and we all grew up with a parent who was okay with you drinking at their household. And their rationale was, if you're going to drink, I might as well monitor you and watch you or you're that cool mom, cool mom in quotes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So apparently, allegedly, this was kind of the same path with potentially marijuana. So it was like, okay, if you're going to do it, if you're going to do it under my watch, let's, I don't even know what, make how sure to you have the good stuff. <laughs> make yeah, sure that's what, you, I, I mean, don't even know that's how to say it properly, but that's, I know. that's word on the street. That's how allegedly it went down. We'll get confirmation on the reunion and to um, back what Abby said. We don't necessarily, we don't condone that giving things to a minor. We absolutely don't, support that. We are just trying to add a little clarity into the level of how bad it is. Exactly. And we'll just leave it at that and jump into Dallas, uh, where we go from uh, possibly, you know, peddling drugs on minors to Cam white-splaining to Tiffany, uh, the chicken foot situation. I, you know, I always liked Cam. I know she is maybe an acquired taste. I didn't like her at first. I think she's funny. I think I like the fact that she kind of tries to be this like prim and proper high society, just extra girl. I mean, to me, she is a living Elle Woods. This season has not been a great start for her. And then seeing what she said on Watch What Happens Live, where she compared Tiffany to the ping pong girls from their trip. Uh, I just feel like I'm seeing a not so great side of Cam and I saw maybe I saw more of it this episode and I'm like, oh, this is like kind of how I felt with Stassi. I actually, I will be on like the first to admit prior to everything happening, I loved Stassi. I loved her style. I loved that she kind of was a little bit unfiltered, but wasn't typically overly rude. Uh, and clearly like I picked the wrong person to like, and I (laughs) think I did it again with Cam. I mean, we all do it. There's always a housewife. I think that was a question on Watch What Happens Live this week of someone you used to like and stand for and now you don't. Cam, like where we have an issue and I'll kind of share my experiences with this um, with when it comes to food. So growing up, my family is from the Dominican Republic. I will say in growing up in an area that's predominantly white, I, and now as an adult, I realize like, People want to learn about your culture, but there is a little insecurity of people um, having people over and eating foods that are unfamiliar to them and how it's like a little different and stuff. So I, it's a little insecure. So for Tiffany to try to open up a little bit to her heritage and her culture and be like, this is really common, like try it. Yes, she may have been a little pushy, but her intentions were pure in the sense of this is a part of me. It's a huge part of me. This is my culture. Where I have problems with Cam's statement is that she shouldn't have said, well, um, what did, oh God, now I'm 
No, I'm forgetting what she said, but basically well, trying to tell Tiffany that the rest, like China, like that's really not the um, popular food or I forgot how she worded yeah, it. Yeah, like I think Tiffany was like, you know, that's like common in China. Everyone eats it. I just like it basically be the equivalent Sarah of like type. having a cheese. Yeah, like having a cheeseburger in America. You know, like, I feel like it's like it, it's it's just something that like it's kind of common and like known for. And then Cam was basically telling Tiffany that's not the case, which I mean, Tiffany <laughs> lived like her. I mean, her parents, she immigrated from China. I think yes. she knows what yes. people are eating. So don't tell her that's not the case. Exactly. That's a problem. It's like, don't tell her that's not the case and how she feels about it. And yes, I will also echo by talking about all of this. It is a little ridiculous to have a fight about the chicken feet, but I just want to explain and educate you all on where it could be a little problematic, especially to those who are people of color. Because like I said, like for me personally, I've never experienced comments like that directly, but growing up and eating foods that are unfamiliar and it's like taking your food. um, If my, like if I took leftovers that my mom cooked me to the lunch table, which I don't feel like I rarely did, but you don't want other people to be like, Ooh, what's, what is that? Because kids are asking. Or that smells like yeah, they, yeah, they're assholes and they say shit like that. So I don't think Cam has, I hate to say this, but I'm going to say, I don't know that she has the depth to realize the layers in what she's saying. And I hope, I think there's a willingness to learn. And as long as she's open to learning and having a conversation with Tiffany, I'm all ears and I'm here for her over the topness. But I don't know. She lacks self-awareness, which a lot of housewives do. I like, I like parts of Cam, but I don't like this side of her. I will say she throws a hell of a party. Yes, she does. Perfect. Sorry, I mean, guys. Be like, I'm, I feel like today I'm coming in hot <laughs> on a Friday. Lack of sleep. I have a lot of hot takes. But yes, she does throw a hell of a party. And I, I also want to add, if I looked as good as Carrie, I mean, shoot, if I looked that good at 35, I'd be showing it off. She looks amazing at age 50. Carrie is my type of party girl. I... You've seen me. I you love, love shots. shots. I love you shots. Do. And her, I mean, what she was talking about, the Latin culture, a thousand percent. We love to have a good time. Abby, you were at my wedding and the DR, like Mama Juana shots. Like, it's like part of our DNA, I think, a little bit to enjoy shots, whether it be tequila, rum, Mama Juana, wherever you, whatever, wherever country you come from. But I, that's, I kind of have that energy and I hope to be like that when I'm 50. No shame. I hope I can take shots again by 50. I, you guys have heard me talk about it. Like I think it was a couple of months ago. I, it doesn't matter what shot I take. It immediately, immediately comes up, but I will, like we talked about, I'm a dainty vomiter from a shot, but I will, I'll throw up a shot for sure. I don't know why. So maybe I need to hang with you and Carrie and eventually I'll learn how to keep it I down. Mean, I think I don't want you to throw up. So I wouldn't force it on you. Even if you just faked it. And I just like the energy, like the cheers. Yeah. <laughs> you can I, guess, I love the celebration. There's like a fact of there's something about shots. that's like in that moment, everyone's hyped and ready to celebrate. I love, I think this, it's like the same thing when someone gets champagne out, there's like a, an extra level of like, Oh, it's going to be a fun night. We've got champagne. Like we've got shots. I don't know. I, I agree. I want to be able to take shots again. A beer shot for you. Like, so you're going to do beer shots. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's so sad. (laughs) I used to take guys like I was a shot queen. No joke. On my 21st birthday, I took 26 shots. 26. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It is I mean, also scary. It's horrifying. <laughs> now that we, now that I have um, 
matured a little bit, but that is wild. That I'll have to cute. ask my mom to send me my shop book and I'll share it with you guys on our Instagram sometime. But yeah, I mean, I, I set the record for my uh, pledge class. Wow. I, <laughs> for mine, I like, I made it to 21, but I was asleep by 10 and I also threw up in the middle of it, but I kept going and, you know, talking, saying this out loud and thinking about my two daughters, I'm like terrified. <laughs> of what they're going to do. But um, that said, drink is my PSA because I'm covering my behind today. Drink responsibly. God, we look terrible. We're talking about like justifying, giving marijuana to minors. And now I'm talking about my excessive alcohol. God, if if you guys know us and you've been listening for a while, hopefully you're not going to unsubscribe. I'm up on Bravo. So it's all related to Bravo. Exactly. Let's let's transition (laughs) to Atlanta. Uh, again, so I talked about like my, you know, my bookends, I felt like Atlanta started off so weak, it, like the episode is basically and that sounds so bad. I love Candy's organization. I love what she's doing. I think it's great that she knows how much like, you know, having a full fridge and having groceries provided can mean to struggling families. And I, I think that's amazing. I just wanted more from the episode than basically just that. And the fact that Cynthia shocked that 200 people said yes to her wedding. Oh my God. Cynthia, I feel like I just want to put an eye, like eye roll every time Cynthia just talks about her wedding. Like one, don't invite 250 people. Two, I guarantee the 250 people are like, well, no one's going to come because it's a pandemic and I'm dying to do something. Of course, they're going to say yes. Um, oh, I'm just sick of it. But you're right. I, I like Candy's organization. I love how she's supporting single parents. I like how it brought the women together. But I, it was just kind of a lackluster episode. And then again, Drew, for whatever reasons, not for the woman, I'm wondering if she tested positive for COVID or like didn't quarantine or something like from a perspective, but like, why, why? (laughs) Like, just edit her scenes out, please. Because she's, I mean, Mary's trapped in a closet. Can Drew be trapped in Florida with her husband? Yeah. Tampa. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, so but I will say not a great Atlanta episode. I think next week, though, I mean, we're getting to the bachelorette party. They're going to Charleston. We're going to see the strippers. The only thing is when this preview came out and we saw that stripper with his tongue and the face shield, and we know that a couple of peaches, you know, had some uh, some fun with the, the strippers. I thought it was like, oh, my God, this is the most like. I don't want to say scandalous, but like, this is some like crazy shit to be out there. And ever since everything with army hammer being a cannibal, being just like a big old weirdo strippers just seem so mild now. Like I'm almost like, I don't, I mean, I don't want cannibals at the bachelorette party, but it just feels like in the beginning, like that whole stripper thing, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is kind of pushing the envelope. And now after hearing, I feel like my like head is just exploded after all the army hammer stuff. Oh my, Abby, I feel like we literally have covered every controversial type of <laughs> in this one episode. <laughs> so if you want an Uh-oh. episode with cocaine allegations, <laughs> marijuana, excessive minor, drinking, excessive drinking <laughs> strippers, this is the episode for you. Don't forget about cannibals. We put cannibals in there oh, yeah, too. We put so. cannibals in there. So we've, we've truly covered almost every controversial topic, I think. Yeah. For, for this, this week, shout out goes to out. all the cannibals listening. I'm just kidding. Um, I no. saying there's nothing going on, and yet we like 
you know, I had my hot takes on all the things. So anyways, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, honestly, Bravo, we just made it exciting by accident, by really, honestly, I, I, my coffee just hit right before we started. I You're sleep deprived. So you just, <laughs> yeah, you just come in waves and here we go. Like what, what a recap people, but this week's uh, shout out, actually now it seems so silly, but I want to give this week's shout out to Whitney's Vegas weave. I loved the long hair. I love that she did it for Vegas. Uh, I think it's fun. I mean, I would love to be able to like change up my hair length and style just for a vacation. I think that's fun. And I think, I think, internet, please check me on this. And I think she, her weave, she had a good weave. I'm saying this because we've seen Gina with some bad weaves and you can see where the extensions start and her real hair <laughs> Oh, it's so bad. And it didn't look like that. I think it was all good from the back. So she invested in some good money or a good hairdresser. But yeah, I'm I'm always here for a good weave. I thought it looked really good too. It looked, yeah, we couldn't see where, where real hair ended and weave began. So way to go, Whitney. You guys know what's coming up next, our big spiel. If you're not already subscribing to us, please do so, even if we said a lot of things you might not have agreed with this episode. Um, Give us a five-star review and the ratings and all the things. But also, if you are not following us on Patreon, go ahead and check us out. We'll link to it in our Instagram stories. You can also, there's a link in our bio that will take you to our Patreon page. This week, we are covering covering The Bachelor. We're doing a deep dive into the song Driver's License as well as Skin coming out. And then we will be doing a little hot take on uh, in the news headlines for Bravo this week. So a lot going on over on the Patreon page. So go ahead and subscribe. You can pay $3 or $5. And it just helps us uh, continue to make investments to sound better and um, be able to do more things for Real Moms of Bravo. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you next week. Is your daily grind getting you down? A Thermospas hot tub may be the solution. Just a few minutes under those powerful, soothing jets, and all your stress seems to melt away, like you're lying on a cloud of bubbles. You'll not only feel better, but sleep better, too. Call 877-861-4672 now, and for a limited time, save $1,250. Call 877-861-4672 or visit thermospas.com to schedule a free on-site assessment.